Hello friends, welcome to the Behavior Project Podcast. This is Megan and I am so glad that you're here. This is episode five, which is wild in, in two regards because I made an episode five and um, I'm still trying to figure this out, all the details, trying to, to act like I'm some kind of like technological professional and I'm not. And so funny, funny, um, um, I had a couple guys ask me, Okay, Megan, tell me when your next episode comes out. And I was, I would told them I was right on it telling them because they were active listeners. Um, they're guys that we know that um, seem to like the podcast. They're just uh, people that we work with <clears throat> and they really take information from it, which is so encouraging. Um, and I thought, what is weird? is um, I haven't heard from either one of them, not a response. Uh, maybe, you know what, they're busy. I'm busy, maybe we, they, because we haven't seen each other. That's right. So I go through and uh, you know when you make one of those stupid blunders and you're kind of um, embarrassed, but I keep saying we're friends and if we were face to face, I'm sure we would be laughing about this. So. Um, do this on your own. <laughs> so I look and my episode has nothing. There is nothing recorded. Nothing. Um, so here's episode five again. <laughs> so there it is right here. Um, so I am really glad that you're here, whether this is the first episode or this is your fifth, whether you found this on some kind of weird search saying, I don't know, I don't know about this or you are faithfully listening because someone you love recommended it. I am thankful that you're here. Either way, um, this is somewhere where I, I claim to be really comfortable here. Again, it's like you and I are in my living room and I don't want people to put their feet on my furniture. So um, just pretend you are, just pretend. You know, it's kind of weird. No one knows about your feet or my feet. And then I'm looking at your feet. So anyway, if you go back episode one, which I would encourage you go back to all the episodes and you know, um, I won't be doing that just because I am still at a place I'd have, I have to admit, I don't like hearing my voice. I've got the microphone, I've got the boom, and I still am daunted by the sound of my voice. There's something about when it goes through the system, it sounds different. I claim that I have a deeper voice than what it comes out like. It comes out sounding like I'm 12 and I'm not and a little more high pitchy than I really am. But you know, who's talking? I'm going to put it out there before someone claims it and says, you're, you know, your voice is a little pitchy. Um, so hopefully, um, someone good will come and help me out, (laughs) but I'm so glad that you're here. And I thank you. Um, this has become a project that I really, really enjoy doing. And I look forward to in the week having my podcast, posting what I'm thinking. It, um, I'm not sure about you, but springtime this time of year is busy. It is busy. I don't know what it is. It always has had like that school mentality where like this is the time of year things wind down. So you're wrapping things up. Um, so there's just that busy feeling. Um, tomorrow, my son leaves for camp with school. Um, one more week of school and then we're going out of state to see some family, which is wonderful. Um, so it's just kind of like that year end, but I'm going to keep going through the summer at this point, just because of that schedule, I am going to move my podcast to 
every other week. Just fair, I hate to set it up so people are looking for me every week and I'm not there. I wanna be fair and um, fair with the time with my family. So here we are. So I thank you again for being here. Uh, hopefully your week is going fabulous and you're enjoying the weather wherever you're at. So the last episode I talked about this whole thing about identity, and this has been something I keep thinking about. And I want to be sensitive to this subject because I don't want to seem like, oh gosh, she's one of those people, right? But maybe I am. (laughs) I feel like this whole thing about identity can have so many different angles. And so I'm going to take from my value based. And so I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes, but I really think it needs to be talked about. And and since we're friends, um, this is safe. This is a safe place. (laughs) So this is safe. But the whole idea of identity, I think has taken a few different routes lately in society. It's difficult. I think there's a side that where we want to, we, that our inner self wants to fit in and we want to be acknowledged and be respected. Whether it's in the job setting, we want people to acknowledge our hard work, our effort, our skills, our character, our potential, right? I'm no different from any of those. I want to be seen just like anybody else. I want to be acknowledged just like anybody else. And so there's times where sometimes I have to own my identity that maybe, and this kind of goes into like a ball of different things, like my character, values, um, belief systems of who I am and what I am. So sometimes I compare it to kind of like the pants. So ladies, when you were on maternity leave, not maternity leave, but you were, you know, with child, you bought those beautiful, at least when I was pregnant, Um, we didn't have a lot of money. So maternity clothes were something either borrowed from my sisters or there was a little, little, uh, thrift store, no shame there. You can find some good stuff at the thrift store, but there was always pants that I had. I remember buying stuff that, you know, probably I couldn't afford, but there was stuff I loved. And I knew when that, my size went down because I was expecting it, that I would wear those pants, you know, those those beautiful pants that you bought, they still had the seam in them, the press seam. They still were on the the the, the hainer. I'm, I'm doing it with my hand as if you can see me. The, the hainer ready, right? You are a size, not that size. And then the what's on the hainer. I remember I had this pair of pants I bought from Ann Taylor and I loved, but I, but, I was like, there's no way, but they were the only one pair left. It was just like a super clearance. And so I bought them with faith that I would be that size one day. Um, it took years and years. And then I got to the place that I thought, I am so embarrassed at this point that if I don't wear them, they have to go. They can't sit in this closet anymore. But I believed that I was going to be that size and I waited for that. So it's almost like this thought that I was going to step into those pants. Now, this is a far-fetched example, but when I think in pictures, so I'm hoping that other people do and gravitate towards this example. <laughs> so I, what I'm saying is often we buy the pants, right? 
We want that position. We want to have that opportunity. We want to do that thing because we, and we don't even believe that we either deserve it. We have the character for it. We're ready for it. We know have the knowledge for it, but we're going to step into that because we know that is who we are. We were meant for that. Um, remember that claim it kind of thought process, and especially in the churches. I remember our pastor this last Sunday reminded me of that in his sermon that there used to be this, oh gosh, name it, claim it thought process. And I, I think there's some little grain of truth. Like we need to expect that God is going to do big things for us, right? And sometimes it means, I, I think, knowing our identity in him, but also with that, we have to own, hey, there's these characters and these skills. In my field, they're called strengths and needs. Rather than, you know, being kosher, kosher or PC and calling it, these are our weaknesses, people, not our needs. <laughs> these are things we're not, you know, super good at. And then strength, but we want to be nice. So we call them strengths, which is what it sounds like, and our needs. We have to almost own these things, acknowledge that despite what either one of these are, this is who we were created as, and this is what we were created for. So there's like this, I, for me, when I think of identity, I think of there's this like sense of purpose, and there's a sense of this is what we were called to do. Do I feel that I'm equipped for all of this? Me, no. I, I'm sure there are people out there that think I'm absolutely equipped. I'm ready. I no questions about it. Right? And good for them. Good for them. But I think the majority of us, majority of us, <laughs> that rolled out a little bit more than being crisp, um, are not. We're not those people that just feel totally equipped. But what if we put off? worrying about who we are to others as far as not the role. I'm not talking about mom, grandma, aunt, uncle, whatever that hat is you wear, but worrying about the identity. How do we fit in? Are we enough? And being more concerned about, I am enough. This is what I'm going to do. I I fit this. I don't necessarily believe it at this point, but I'm going to keep working in that direction because I know I'm called in this direction. I've had a few people, not out of criticism, but just kind of say, oh my gosh, I'm kind of like, I think more surprised. You're doing a podcast? I've had such um, good response from people saying, oh my gosh, you do a podcast. It's almost like that thing in English class where they emphasize a different word and it has different, it constructs different meaning. So I've had some people, as late as last Friday, two individuals said, oh my gosh, you do a podcast. So I showed them this because I thought surely they don't believe me. And I showed them the podcast cover. You know, the one I just spoke about, the one that my, my, my niece Lily helped me design. Um, and they were in awe. I was thrilled. Then they asked, what do I talk about? And I told them, and these were two people I really respect Um, And they said, oh my gosh, totally on board with you. I totally support you. Without even listening to you, I support you. Listen, I love that. I was totally up for that. That totally made my day. So if you're listening, you too know who you are. (laughs) You too know who you are. You made my bad day a good day, even better. Um, But I chose to walk out. And so 
no one ever called me a podcaster by far. I mean, good God. I still struggle even acknowledging that. I feel like it has to be this secret thing. Like it's this underground thing. I feel like I can't identify it quite yet. And yet there's this push, like you need to, you need to. And so that, even as I'm talking, I find myself feeling, okay, I'm no different than so many of you people on the other end that are saying, oh my gosh, there's a stain on my heart. I know that I could do this. I know that I could be good in this area, that I can make a difference here, or that I I saw that person and I know that I could reach out to them because I have felt that. I identify myself as someone that was weak, but I grew strong because of my experience, whatever that is. And I think the beauty is identity isn't just one layered. It's not one dimensional. We're good at math. We're not good at math. We're good with people. We're not good with people. Um, we're nice. We're, we're comfortable with people and conversational. We're outgoing. We're introverted. And the list goes on. I don't think it's one dimensional as, as far as what we can do or can't do, but I think it's a collection of both strengths, needs, you know, weaknesses, whatever your word is together and just pursuing who we are, despite finding out what we're yes at or not at, not good at. We're fine. I think there's too much in the criteria of where we fit in, trying to fit in what we think others think will say or do or how the response will be. And then we stop doing what we're doing based on what we think the response will be. Instead, what if we just went forward instead of worrying about, oh my gosh, what if they know, what if they figure out? And so maybe that's the challenge for myself. What if instead of worrying, oh my gosh, they're going to figure out I'm doing this. Oh my gosh. What? And instead of holding off, like it's some secret organization that only the people in the dark web know about, you let people know. Because the truth is, and this is what um, one of my favorite podcasters, Jasmine Sartre, said. She said, sometimes we're not made for everybody. Sometimes we're not doing something for the sake of everybody. You didn't pursue something or you're not thinking about pursuing something for the sake of everybody else and their approval. If we go even further, you were put on this earth just for the approval of everyone. And to be honest, there's going to be some people that oh, they're not going to be too um, keen on you just because you're you, just because maybe your subject bothers them, convicts them. But there are is going to be a person or persons that really this is what gets them. This is the thing that motivates them or because you were obedient and walked into something that you're like, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I'm equipped. What if I'm called names? You did it and lives were changed. What if you don't know unless you go forward? So how does this have to do with our identity? I I have a way of strain and that's okay because I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring it together. I will. I will. I'll bring it together. So, <laughs> so with our character, right? And our purpose and our values, all of that, it is our identity, right? It's who we are. And often we don't know how the outcome goes. I would love to say it all turns out super good. There's no disappointment, but I think sometimes there is something good about having disappointment 
And sometimes it, it is okay to have roadblocks and pauses in your growth or your expectations or seeing outcome in whatever goal you're pursuing. It is okay. Those are healthy things. It takes a, there's a pause. I guess I'm fumbling right here, but there is a pause to, to learning, right? I'm, um, if we all just did it well, seamlessly without any difficulties, I think that would require a lot less faith. I really do because we would be doing it on our own accord and we always would know the outcome. It turns out good. No flaws. If you do it late, you, you hesitate. It always turns out good. But I think sometimes even the, the hesitancy and following through in who we were, were created to be, what we're called to do or what we're called to do it for, even that hesitancy, we need to walk through. And so even if we could support one another, I wish we could meet together somehow, figure out a way to do it and say, look, I'm going to cheer you on. I'm going to challenge you. So even today, I was a little, I was a little challenged by something um, because I was hesitating on this goal. What do I do? You know, it's easier just to put it away. After all, it was a good run. But the the truth is, I needed accountability. I needed to figure out. I need. I what I didn't know. I guess I should say is what I didn't know is I needed something in some way, in some capacity to challenge me to the next thing. Because what I had found myself doing subconsciously is saying, I'm not this person. I can't do this role. And so I kind of, how do I say this? I kind of put off this goal. It was something I had worked for. I had worked for this goal for such a long time. I had talked about it. I had envisioned it. And somewhere, somewhere along the line, I just kind of put it on the shelf. I forgot about it. I pushed it back on the shelf. You know what I mean? You kind of put it back there until it becomes, you're so satiated by the things of that are around you. You know, the busy schedule, the kids fighting, the kids struggling with things. Maybe you and your husband are dealing with something. You know, the back and forth running with the kids and other whatever else is going on that you forget that one thing that you were pursuing. Because that one thing you were pursuing, that one thing that was left on your heart has purpose. And so someone gave me a challenge today and I was like, I'm not sure how to receive it because these aren't the people I thought I would receive this goal from. But sometimes, let me tell you, sometimes when it there's a you're pursued or someone redirects you or challenges you, it's not from the direction that you're expecting. The individual that challenged me, I thought, oh gosh, oh no, I could receive it one way or I could receive it one way, if you know what I mean. And so I, ch- I sat there a minute after I got, I was given this challenge and I thought, I'm going to receive it the second, which means I'm going to pursue it because I know unless I have accountability, I was not going to do it. I would quietly just keep it on the shelf. It would get dustier and dustier. And then finally, when I found it, it's too late. You know, I, I've, I've replaced that time, replaced that need with something else. And I would always wonder what it would have turned out to be. Now that's kind of a far-fetched description because I didn't quite say what I was doing. And and I will, I will, I'll get to it. But, but eventually, not this time, (laughs) not this time. But what I'm saying is even myself, 
I have a hard time seeing myself as this role, this particular role that is outside, this example that I'll give one day. I have a hard time. Not too long I did, and I envisioned it. In fact, I wrote my name out, Megan Rossolo, and then I, I had these initials behind my name. And it felt good. I even added in front of my name the, the you know those initials, DR. You know what that stands for? I did, and it looked good, and I had to stare at it, and I had to look at it, and I thought that it felt good. I owned it. That was my identity. Now, I have other identities. I'm a mom. I'm a sister. I'm a sister of four, four ladies, four fabulous ones. I have, I'm a wife to a pretty uh, hot-looking guy, and you know, I, I, do other, I have other roles that I'm very proud of all that together make my identity. And with that, there's character. And that's for all of us. There's purpose. But what if we, we focus, we, what if we decide to focus not on who we are made for and what we are made for and we get lost in the side things, the what ifs or the other people that might say something. Because remember, the truth is many people won't like you. That's the truth. Whatever you stand for, there is going to be at least one person that says, I don't like her, him, um, not because of any reason, just because I don't want to. Or because they're saying something or they're pursuing something I wish I could or I'm jealous of or I don't agree with. And that is okay. And you need to be okay with it because you're pursuing something that maybe have nothing to do with them or maybe it convicts them. The reason is not for you to solve. You need to solve what you're doing, supposed to do. So I challenge you to pursue whatever that is. And if you don't know, spend time seeking that, writing that out, finding people that really love you, that will tell you the absolute truth because you're worth it. So until then, until then, I will see you next time.